0: The Afternoon Quickie on Ringscoops.com. What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to another episode of the Afternoon Quickie here on Ringscoops.com. I'm your host, the webmaster, Wade Needham. Man, what a week it has been in the world of professional wrestling! there's somewhat of a landscaping change in the, in wrestling in a way depending on how you look at it and depending on you know how much you mark out for certain people <clears throat> we're going to talk about that uh yeah <laughs> an afternoon quickie uh, it's going to be kind of kind of hard to be you know doing a little quick cast here uh, with with some of this news but we we'll try it we'll try to get between that 10 to 15 minute time frame I, there's a lot of things you guys could be doing Choosing to listen to this podcast, I greatly thank you. And I, I don't want to waste a, uh, too much of your time. So, on Sunday... <clears throat> I got a frog in my throat, by the way. Uh, Sunday was NXT War Games. Uh, I thought it was a very enjoyable show. Um, the From top to bottom, enjoyable. And uh, people were wondering, coming out of it, is it uh, Johnny Gargano's last hurrah in NXT... And uh, the question about Kyle O'Reilly and his future. <clears throat> People don't know where either of them are going to end up. Well, I'm recording this on December 9th. It's 9.13 p.m. I know, not afternoon. It's it's late night now. But uh, uh, that, that's fine. We can still get our quickie in. Um, but Fightful.com has reported that Johnny Gargano is officially a free agent now which is kind of weird to think about considering how they ended NXT this week on Tuesday where Johnny came out and he gave a speech and then Grayson Waller came out and attacked him and power bombed him through a table. So that might've actually been his swan song. He may not come back and, and, and feud with him. We don't know yet. Um, it's just the report. It's not even a hundred percent confirmed, right? It's a report from Fightful. Um, but it gives a good indication. You know, I have a connection. I could call up somebody and ask them, you know, off the record and, and figure out for myself just to know. I, I could probably do that. Whether I get that information is a whole other story or not. But I do have access to that. Um, but I'm not going to do that for many reasons. One, it's, it's not my concern to even freaking know that. And second, as a fan, I don't want to know because I want to, I want to be surprised where he shows up next if gargano is going to remain with NXT if he's going to go to the, any of the main roster brands is he going to go to AEW is he going to go to New Japan is he going to go um to Impact I want to be surprised I'm in a point in my life now where like this late breaking news I got to be first kind of stuff I'm o- I'm over it man you know I just want to have fun I want to tune into wrestling I want to mark out I have fun so yeah yeah there you go So uh, where do you guys think that Johnny Gargano is going to head up though? Do you think he's going to remain with the company? Do you think he's going to actually sign again? Do you think he's weighing his options with the AEW and Impact and New Japan and all these other promotions out there? MLW could probably use them too. I I would love to see Gargano in MLW. I think that would be a perfect fit for him actually. He could be like their big main guy where they can, uh, you know, try to reclaim some of their glory days from the past because MLW isn't as big as it once was let's be honest here but there's still a very uh good promotion to watch very good quality content that they put out there Kyle O'Reilly another name that people are wondering what's going on there's conflicting reports there's a lot of people that said he's done with the company but then like a day later they're like eh, you might finish this thing here with Von Wagner and, and then you know But it had the cage match on, you know, it's just, it is a lot of things. So I ask you the same question about Kyle O'Reilly that I asked you about Johnny Gargano. Where do you think he's going to end up? Do you think he's going to go to AEW with, uh, with Cole and Fish? Uh, And that reminds me this week, Sports Kita, they put a, a, a funny picture out there of, um, uh, I think it was uh, Kyle O'Reilly saying that the very last member of um, the Undisputed Era was gone from NXT. There's no more uh, originating members. To which every comment, rightfully so, was calling him out on it because Roderick Strong's still there. It's like people just, it, yeah at Sportskeeda, they forgot Roddy existed, which is a shame. Because that dude's a workhorse. That that Roddy, Roddy Strong, holy crap, man. But if, if I'm also not mistaken, he I think he, he was there before um, Cole, Fish, and O'Reilly signed, right? He was with NXT, so I guess that's probably what they were probably thinking, just to kind of play devil's advocate, you know, since he was there before and he's going to be there after. Maybe they think that Undisputed Era originally was a trio, uh, and I guess rightfully so. It took a while for Roddy to join them, didn't it? I don't think he was there the official very first night, which was what's the NXT takeover before SummerSlam in 2017. I mean, if I'm wrong, tell me. I'm just going based off of, you know, top of my head here in the moment. Um, Man, let's, let's keep talking a little bit about this NXT thing, right? Braun Breaker. Holy crap. I've been saying it since day one that I've seen this dude on TV. He's got a hell of a future. This guy can cut a good promo. He's next in line, no pun intended. Um, Braun Breaker and and Tommaso Ciampa for the NXT Championship. Tommaso Ciampa has got to lay it down now. He's got to give Braun the strap. There's people out there, oh, he's not ready. He's not ready. I don't care if he's ready or not. All right? He, he He can work in the ring. He can cut a promo. He's got a hell of a look. Why not give it to him? Give them the strap. Let them run with it for a little bit. That's what NXT is for. That's what it was originally for. Is for the younger talent to get themselves over, get used to the schedule, get used to working in front of an audience, and to experiment. So, you know, I don't understand this Braun's not ready thing for it. I, I think he is ready. Maybe it's because he's just only been on from TV for a little while, right? But Kevin Owens won the title, not long after he debuted. Oh, I forgot. That's right. Kevin Owens is an internet darling. That's the big difference there. Eh, eh, my bad. <laughs> Screw off, Wade. You got it wrong, buddy. Okay. Um, Tony D'Angelo is another talent to look out for. Uh, I think this dude is is another guy that could work really well in the ring. He's got a good gimmick, good look, cut, definitely cut a promo. Um, and the interaction that he had with Braun Breaker in the promos uh, at war games, I thought was funny too. They, they did some good stuff together. Uh, and we might see a program between those two down the road, which I would absolutely love to see. So those are some of the names. Uh, Toxic Attraction minus Gigi Dallin. I I like Toxic Attraction. J.C. Jane, I think, is going to be a good superstar to watch out for. Mandy Rose is killing it. I, Gigi does whatever she wants. I'm not a big fan of her work, but um, yeah, that's probably like that's I, I tune into NXT for 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 those for those acts, you know. Last night was AEW Dynamite. I don't watch it every single week. I watch it from time to time. Every every so often, I'll I'll tune in. I get a, an idea of what they're doing. I read some stuff. I see some tweets. I watch a couple video clips, but I don't watch the show religiously or anything. But once in a while I'll tune in and I'll try to watch a full show. And I actually watched the entire two hours of dynamite last night. Um, I wasn't overly impressed or anything. I I mean, I wasn't completely turned off either. There was just, it, it, it was a wrestling show. You know, I, I think that's, that, I think, is the biggest thing for me when it comes to like stuff like AEW and Dynamite is that a lot of these people on Twitter and social media, they build this up and put it on such a pedestal that when I watch it, I'm very disappointed because of how much hype has gone into it. So I think the next time I'm going to watch an AEW show... I think I'm going to try to watch. I'm going to go a couple of months. I'm going to try to stay away from, you know, people's opinions about AEW and stuff like that. And then try to go in as, as clear-minded and clean as I possibly can without any expectations and watch it and see, um, you know, how that goes. I'll say this, though, man. Jungle Boy is a hell of a competitor. Jungle Boy is a great talent. Brian Pillman Jr. I've always been real high on him. I think he can pull off some good stuff. His tag team partner is really good. That whole act... With Brian Pillman, I can't remember the name of his partner, I apologize. And then their manager, uh, Julia Hart. Um, I think it's a great act. Uh they all have a great look. Julia Hart, man, she kinda gives me some of those uh ginger Lynn vibes from bedtime tales. Um and I mean that in the most um in the most respectful way, if that can even be done, I guess. I don't mean it in a very... I don't mean it in a negative way at all. It's a very, very positive uh, compliment to Julia Hart. Um, who was the, the, the act in AEW that always gets in trouble with the rapping? Max Castor, I think his name is. He's okay. You know, the the rapping is 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 good. I like that stuff. You know, I was a big fan of when John Cena was doing it You know, 20 years ago. I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, when when people can pop out something to get some, some good heat, especially in a city they're in. I don't like it when he kind of steps over the boundaries a little bit, but that's fine. That's all right. I'm well, speaking of going over the boundaries. This, uh, this week, um, Corey Graves was trending on Twitter because of something that, uh, was said on Twitter, not by him. Um, a young lady that works in the independent wrestling scene, most notably out here in SoCal, that actually had a stint in NXT, um, Alyssa Marino, I believe her name is. You know she has she had some very um, non-specific, non-targeted comments about commentators and how they focus in the ring and how some of them don't focus on what's going on in the ring; they focus more on the, uh, the looks of uh, the competitors and whatnot. Um, And then Corey Graves had responded to it. And so did Lance Storm. And uh, both of them were on opposing views of this young lady's comments. Uh, It was big. It was trending on Twitter. Corey Graves was trending on Twitter. Of course, later on in the day, uh, the young lady, she had made a tweet saying that she wasn't specifying what promotion or commentator was a general statement Based off of some clips that she had watched on YouTube. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, whatever it may be, right? What's that old saying? If the shoe fits. So, I guess if Corey Graves got a little upset over it, I guess maybe in the back of his mind, maybe he, I don't know, felt that was against him. I know that when I was doing commentary, I didn't do any of that stuff on my own. The only time I think I ever did it, which I don't even think I ever did, is if I was told to on notes, to specifically put over a certain thing or a certain person and do it in a such a way. But I would also kind of mix it into my own way because I'm a very respectful person like that. And I was a straight laced, you know, baby face play by play guy. I wasn't, a, you know, a color commentator. I was a play by play guy. So my, my role was to call what I saw. And that's exactly what I did, which made play by play really easy. Cause I didn't have to really come up with them much. See, so I just said you know, 90% of it is just telling people what you see. Um, but Hey, my heyday of doing commentary is over. Um, I don't think I'm going to be seeing as much work as, uh, as I did during my main run between 2010 and, and 2017, but that's fine. I did it on my own. I pulled myself out. I wasn't told to don't come around anymore or anything when I transferred from community college to university, I decided, you know what education is going to be my main focus. And I put wrestling on the backburn ring scoop suffered in those years that I was in school and university earning my bachelor's degree and getting in these, um, honor societies and whatnot. And even with studying, you know, law now when I went back to school about to finish up the pre-law program, um, I'm balancing that with running ring scoops. I don't have time to work shows full time like I did before. I did commentary. I ran websites. I did video editing. I did some flyers. I did a lot of stuff, man. I wore many hats during my time. I got burnout out real fast and I decided to change my focus on my education. And I'm so glad that I did. So anyway, that's a little background info. Uh, so yeah, yeah. We got day one coming up, WWE day one. um, With the WWE Championship match, Big E is going to be defending against Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. I think that was the last that I I remember um, that they're promoting as the main event for it. That should be a a good show. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a New Year's, I believe. Um, So they're kind of changing it up because they didn't really, other than war games, they didn't have a pay-per-view in December here this month. Yeah. Yeah. I I can't wait for the Royal Rumble next month too. That's gonna to be good. But it's it you know, here's the thing. I, I kinda of like the idea of them doing a day one instead of doing something in December because they always had a pay-per-view somewhat in early December, and then we had a long wait until the end of January for the Royal Rumble, and it just seemed like time went by really slow. So if you put something somewhat in the middle, it kind of cuts that long stretch of time. It doesn't make it as bad. And you get a little bit more momentum swinging into the Royal Rumble now because you have that audible that you can call on that pay-per-view day one. So the Royal Rumble landscape is going to be a very interesting in 2022. Yeah. 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 I'm all blown up, man. I'm, I'm ready to call it. That's it for the afternoon quickie. I probably went a little longer than I probably should have. But hey, that's fine. I'm just... I'm winging it now, man. Like I I said, I'm at a point in my life. I just want to have fun with everything that I do. You know, I just don't want to take everything too serious anymore. So the days of uh, having these in-depth, long, strict time formats and everything, they're over. We're just going to have fun. We're going to geek out about wrestling. That was the core of what Ring Scoops was originally made for back in 2000 when I launched the project and that's what I want to do now. I don't want to do any of these podcasts where like me or the guests are on and we're like, Hey, Oh, this promotion is doing this. And, and you know, uh, if, you know, if they do it this way, then their business would be a lot better. And I, that kind of stuff, you know, I, where you know, they got to do this to get the TV ratings up. I'll just straight tell you what I like and what I don't like. I'll fantasy book as a geek, as a wrestling geek, I'll fantasy book that crap. And I'll just tell you what I like and what I don't like, what I hope to see, what I want to see, if, if it pissed me off, if I loved it or not. I'm not going to give a crap about earnings. I'm not going to give a crap about ratings. I'm not going to give a crap about any of that stuff. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I have no stake in any of these companies, no financial stake. I only have emotional investment in the industry. So, all right, I'm going to wrap things up. Uh, don't forget, check out Ring Scoops on social media, all all the major platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Ring Scoops, twitch.tv slash Ring Scoops, prowrestlingtees.com slash Ring Scoops. Uh, Ring Scoops Plus is back on Patreon, so check that out. It's only $1. $1, man. Patreon, that's right, Ring Scoops Plus. Patreon.com slash Ring Scoops. If you guys want to support uh, some you know, supplemental content, additional stuff and whatnot. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much in advance. If you want to pledge to ring scoops on Patreon, it's optional. You'll, you don't have to do it. No one's putting a gun to your head to do it. So in case anybody out there is going to be like, oh, here's e begging again, which a lot of people have said in the past, which nothing has been forced on anyone. So I'm just going to straight up say that right now. Those people that are always helping and bitching about me, quote unquote, e-begging. Fuck you if you found a way to make a little income off of something that you like as a hobby and that kind of stuff, you would take it. Don't single me out on that shit. Fuck you. Any and all income that comes into the project goes straight to keeping the project up first and foremost. Anything else goes into a fund where every once in a while we give it away something like a Funko pop. Where do you think the money comes from that kind of stuff from the earnings of that? and to also help create more content, too. I don't pocket any of this crap. I give it right back into the website, and I give it right back into you guys with giveaways. We're going to be giving away a Funko Pop again pretty soon. Got a guy uh, named Brad on Twitter recently won a John Nada, They Live Roddy Piper Funko Pop. Congrats to Brad on that. Stay tuned for more info on when we give away another pop vinyl. So, there you guys go. That's it. That's all I got to say. I'm blown up. Like I said, on the webmaster Way Needham saying, "Thank you, good night and be cool."